0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Vet Tech Tap Room. This is our spin-off series from the Vet Tech Cafe. These episodes are live and uncut, discussing hot topics in our field, or talking about previous episodes amongst ourselves, and always highlight something positive happening in our profession. These episodes will be published as regular podcast episodes and will also be available on our YouTube channel as well. So get yourself a beer or a potato water and find us live on Instagram and join the discussion. Now if you'll excuse us, those are our beers the bartender is pouring. Hello, Caffeinators. Uh, welcome back to another episode of the Vet Tech Tap Room. Um, I'm going to crack my beer. Dave, I know <laughs> you're going out for a run in a little bit, so you're still stuck on coffee. But I have. I'm a, still uh, drinking
1: coffee. Yeah, still trying to trying to get that energy up to, to go for a run. I have a, a double shot coffee stout from Trino, mm, Nice. So. Nice. Cheers, yeah, buddy. The, the weather is starting to get a little cooler here. I, I, I mean, I say cooler. It's it's 75 right now um but starting to to transition out of the uh the wheat beers out of the out of the light beers into the, yeah. into the more stouts um yeah. excited to to get back into those
0: yeah for sure and myself uh, my wife Molly my daughter Daphne were all a little bit under the weather so honestly a good like barrel aged milk stout kind of tastes good on a sore throat kind of go. Them. so yeah so what about uh, the, anyway, the 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 nitro's
1: do you ever do the nitro
0: I do. I love, uh, especially stouts on nitro. This just good came up in the discussion. I don't think
1: I've ever had one.
0: It it adds like a lot of creaminess to it. Um, and, and you kind of lose some of the, the carbonation. I don't like other styles. Like I, I, one of my favorite beers, um, is actually a, a pale ale from a brewery up in Oregon. And, I love that beer and I had it on nitro at the brewery and it was terrible. <laughs> uh, I think for some styles it doesn't work but for stouts or like a like a pub ale like Boddington's uh, yeah. I don't know if you've ever had Boddington's. I have, yeah. Um I love that beer and I love the nitro in that. So sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, well, and so, and it but may I just, do
1: it may just be a difference of like how they you know if it if it's on the tap maybe the the tap is funky yeah. or maybe the the yeah. the nitrous yeah. is is weird or whatever but for sure,
0: for sure. But I do have a cup of coffee going too, and a jug of water. I've got beverages galore here. So and some and some um, and some Dayquil and <laughs> lining and up some of bed and yeah, yeah, <laughs> the whole the whole bit. So yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. yep. So um, I think you know we're going to try to do these tap rooms a little bit more regularly. We've yeah. said that in the past, but we've kind of got a, a I think a, a fun schedule and and kind of a a little bit of an outline to do with these now going forward. Um, And I know one of the big things we wanted to talk about was you just got back from IVEX. Yes, I did. For those that aren't familiar, um, IVEX, the International Veterinary Emergency and Critical Care Symposium, um, annually every September. Um, This was the first one. I was trying to think back to the last one that I didn't go to, which San Diego, when we tested, that was 2020. 13,
1: 13. That was 2013. I'm, tra- I'm yeah. trying
0: to remember. I, it was before that. So it was either 2011 or 2012 was probably the last one I didn't so go to. So 2012 was didn't... also San Antonio in 2011, and 2011, I believe it was in Nashville. Okay. I didn't go to Nashville the first time. Okay. So I think that's the last one I didn't go to. Cause when okay. it was, remember when back in the day when it was every other year in San Antonio yes. for a long time, yep. I was on the every other year in San Antonio plan. Yeah. Um. At, at my job, so I think that was the last one I didn't go to, probably 2011. Um, and I didn't go this year because uh, I had just gone back to work after paternity leave and um didn't really have it set up to to go. Um, so I missed out this year. But how how did you feel it was? So last year was kind of the the first one back after the pandemic, and it was a little bit of a hybrid. It was a good turnout, but there, you know, you had to do the questionnaire every morning and check in that you weren't showing any symptoms and the whole bit. And it, it was good to be back, but it felt a little bit different. How did you find it this year?
1: Well, this year it was quite different from last year because, you know, we didn't have the the check-in to make sure we were negative for COVID and all that stuff. I, I think they've really relaxed some of the, some of the issues with that. Um, I, I, I still wear a mask everywhere I go. Um, the there were not as many people masking up uh that I noticed this year. Uh but no like check-in of like making sure that you're you're you know fever free and all that stuff. Um I'm curious to hear if people come back with it this year. Um I haven't heard anything yeah. yet. Um uh but I imagine there's gonna be somebody that does you know come back with it. But last year there were there were a lot of of people that were you know showing up positive the the next year. So um Still did hybrid this year there. One of my lectures was, um, live streamed, which was great. Um, and I got to connect with some people, uh, (laughs) from back home in New Hampshire that were watching me, um, on the live stream, which was, which was fun. It's nice to kind of like reach out and and be able be able to be, you know, spread the information as, as far as we can. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, like we've said, even back in the middle of the pandemic, we said, we hope that something good comes out of all of this. and I think that's yeah. one thing that we can hang our hats on to say that people have figured out that we can do this virtually and yeah ho- I, like you know i'm not I'm not the financial person, but i I think I would like to think that the cost of making that a hybrid, you know and having the the video capabilities and all that stuff and being able to broadcast it out is offset by the fact that. The the people that are watching from home are, are funding that, really, um, with yeah. whatever it is, their registration fees. I don't know if the registration fees are, are less if you're doing it hybrid. I would imagine it would be because you're not getting quite the same experience. Um, but I would imagine that hopefully that is, like, offsetting. Um, yeah. But, I mean, overall, good conference. And I, I was reminiscing. Um, towards the end of the conference of, of the years where I was kind of anonymous and you know wasn't a speaker wasn't on the board and like you could wake up eight o'clock you look at your schedule I'm like oh I'm going to go to these six lectures today and, and, mm-hmm. and get half of my CE for the year that I need in one day and this year it was like okay I've got to actually map out so I can get 12 CE things that you know because yeah. there, there's so many other responsibilities you have as, as a speaker yeah. and as somebody that's like on the board and being asked to do all these other things. So it, it, I I yeah. think I got maybe 13 where I remember in years past, like how we get 22, 23 without even like yeah. missing a beat. Um, but you yeah. know, with, with elevation comes greater responsibility and you know, you got to work a little right. harder for something. Right. So I, yeah, I, I appreciate sure. that. And I, I like being a speaker. I, I, I really do enjoy doing that stuff. Um, but you know, it was a little strained to like say, OK, I've, I've got to focus and, and go to all these things.
0: Yeah. And, you know, to your point, I, I would say the last couple of years when I was speaking and doing labs and MDRs, even if I was only doing one or two things a day, I actually didn't have the mental bandwidth to go, I would go sit in, in lectures, you know, if you were presenting or if Karen Roach was presenting or, you know, just to like support our, our friends and our group and and what have you, I I wasn't necessarily going though to, to, you know, take notes and and learn something new from somebody I'm not familiar with. Like I, I didn't like, I found just like you were saying, the more you were doing and, and part of that too is, you know, when when you would go into the room and rate the exam or all of the different meetings and all of the different things that outside of speaking that you do, it's, it's after three or four days of it, it's really taxing. And I, I just, I didn't have the bandwidth to go and sit and learn on top of teach and, and do all those other things. So I, I completely get it. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners can, can kind of relate to that too. And, and especially too, you had, what only a few weeks prior were at AVMA, right? Yeah. I had just done another conference, yep. and speaking, and 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 all of that. So um, it's it it really can kind of wear you out, take it a toll on it you does.
1: without with,
0: <laughs> without kind of even realizing. Yeah, and it.
1: I, I came back uh, on Sunday, and I worked. I worked. It was just a half shift on Monday, but I was I was wiped just having mm. that. Having to get up early and do that stuff was just—it's just exhausting. Uh, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, I, sh- I should have taken a couple of days off after I got home." But it, it seems weird to take days off when I wasn't technically working, you know, all last week. But man, yeah, but it sure, it's, felt like work.
0: <laughs> It's—it's. I was just gonna say that's just it. It's just different work. You're still, yeah, you know, you're still working. You're still putting all that together, putting all that out there for everybody, it's, it takes a lot out of you. And, and especially then the add on the
1: travel and, and, the, and the social stuff, the stresses
0: yeah. of that Yep. and Yep. 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 So it, it definitely does take it out of you. Um, so it felt a little bit more like Ibex in the it past. Did, yeah. Um, you, good, good. And, um, I saw, you know, we posted a lot of pictures, looked like you got to connect with a lot of our kind of our, Normal circle group of yep. group of friends yep. that we see when
1: we're there. A few new caffeinators few, too. Yeah. And I, I had cool. a couple. I I had a a buddy of yours. Uh, I believe his name was Steven, That or or somebody that you had uh, encouraged to continue going on with his VTS. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Hey, can I get some swag like at at the pinning ceremony? And I was like, Oh yeah, I got I got some swag for you. And he's like, Is Jeff here? Because because he I wanted to thank him for you know for encouraging to, to move forward. And he got pinned that night, so that was great. Great to see that. That's awesome. know, we're having an impact, uh, you know, one way or the other, which which I think is great. Um, a lot of people asking where my work husband was, uh, and I said, uh, <laughs> I, I said, oh, he's he's home, uh, just got off paternity leave, and and taking care of the family. Um, so you you were missed as well, and I, I hope your ears were ringing because uh, we talked about you a lot. Um, that's, so that good. Was great. that's good. Yeah. That's
0: good. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm already looking forward to uh, Colorado next year. Yeah. I already put in for the time off for it, um, so I, I I hope that uh, that can go make it a, a nice full week and um, and that's going to be a, a new place for for Ibex, Yeah, I, I don't believe. think so. I don't
1: think it's ever been there.
0: Um, yeah, and it's um, it's not really, if I'm not mistaken, it's not actually Denver. It's about an hour outside right. of Denver, and I was I spoke at the CACVT. Uh, no. Yeah. Colorado Association of CVT conference. I think it was in April. I was out there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to be at the same hotel I was at, but um, it was really cool area. Um, was it a gaylord? Like, actually no? nice. No, no, no. Uh, this was like a, um, it was a bigger hotel, but not like a gaylord okay. kind of place. Um, and so I, I'm sure there are other places around there, but it was Close enough to the mountains, but also like close enough to Denver to do all the things, but a little bit outside of the city. And I think that's kind of the same area it's going to be. A lot of good beer.
1: Perfect. Um, perfect. A lot of
0: good things to do. Um, hopefully, we can take in a Rockies game that week. Oh, yeah. That'd be kind of fun. That would be nice. Um, so, yeah. So, so already really looking forward to uh, to IVEX 2023. And um, super bummed to have missed it this year, but kind of glad to hear that it was a good experience yeah. all the way around. Um, and that maybe to some degree, it's a little bit back to normal. Yeah,
1: a little bit. Yeah. It, it I mean, it, it, started to feel normal last year was kind of that weird, like hybrid of like COVID is still out there. People are still getting it. And not that they're not, that's not happening now, but I, I think it's less. And I think, you know, just based on my experience when I had it, uh, in July, you know, it, I mean, it lasted for only a couple days of dealing with like the headaches and the fever. Um, you know, yeah. not to say that everyone's experience is going to be like that, but mine was, was fairly mild. So, Maybe that's yeah. that's the difference now. Is that the whatever this virus has mutated into is more contagious but less um, what virulent what, or less yeah less vir, virulent like, or less effective, yeah. I guess. Um, yeah, which yeah. I mean, I, I think that's great moving forward. Yeah. And, and you know, if, if yeah. we can keep going with with how things are going, hopefully things will will, will yeah. get better eventually. It's just man, it seems like it's been the longest two years. (laughs) Yeah. No kidding. No kidding. No kidding at all.
0: Um, so we've got a a couple of recent episodes out. One of the, the things that we're going to do kind of in our new tap room is just kind of touch on a couple of high points from our, from our most recent episodes here in the vet tech tap room. So, um, starting with our kind of further away episode, if you will, we had Meg Harrington, Mm -hmm. um, come on. And and again, if you're not following along, her Facebook page is the Cattle Vet Tech. Um, For a couple of small animal guys, um, I I really like following her page. She does a lot of really, really cool educational stuff about cattle um, and herd management and things of that sort that I literally have no concept (laughs) of. But it was a fascinating discussion um, hearing what what she's kind of working on with with the veterinary medical board in the state of Arkansas, due to the veterinarian mm-hmm. shortage, um, and and being utilized—that uh, was, you know, not necessarily what we kind of set out to have the discussion. Oh, no, at all. Be about it was more, you know, more about large animal, you know, cattle medicine. But you know, kind of once we started down that path, it was really a fascinating discussion. Some of the stuff that that she is
1: doing and and kind of what they're working on there. Yeah, and I, I think it's great that. You know, I, I was in one lecture uh, this, this this past week where they talked about um, uh, uh, states' practice act being very progressive and, and utilizing their technicians. And she was like, "I don't remember what state it was, but I remember it was surprising, like Alabama or Arkansas." And I was like, "Yeah, it's Arkansas." Um, and yeah, you know, just just the, the fact that I don't I don't know if it's the it's it's the tech shortage or the veterinarian shortage that, that's caused that, but being able to do stuff, I hate that it takes that for change to happen, but I mean, change in any way uh, for the better, I think is good. So, um, it was, it was very interesting to hear all the stuff that she gets to do. And I I wonder, you know, how, if we spoke to somebody from that state that's working in a small animal field, I wonder if they would have the same experience in that they were also allowed to do a lot of the stuff that, you know, that we as like, i'm here in north carolina or you in california aren't able to do um i'd be curious to hear about that too and we also got a lot of people saying you guys did a large animal uh technician and somebody reached out to us on facebook and said hey here's a here's a list of other large animal techs that would be great for your show so awesome to hear that feedback and also to get those those kind of yeah recommendations which is great
0: yeah, for sure. Because, you know, we, we had
1: written back to,
0: to the person that um, messaged us and just said, you know, we just don't have those yeah. contacts. So, um, you know, we we we're, we're when we ask, you know, our guests, hey, who should we talk to? Um, or we, you know, ask our caffeinators to write in with suggestions like we actually mean that yeah, we, we don't know, <laughs> we don't know everybody in this field. We, we, we can't, uh, we can't be, you know, solely doing that, if you will. Um, And so we got some really, really great um, recommendations of other VTSs in large animal medicine. So we're going to, we're going to be reaching out to them um, and just kind of see, you know, what, what we can do to, to get some more large animal episodes on there, because um, I I think that would be really, really, really cool um, to, to continue that discussion. And what they do is just, Um, and, and you know, it's, it really is. It really is. And, and what Meg was talking about, how, you know, it sounds like they're really working together with yeah. the veterinary medical board and with the veterinarians to to accomplish some of these things. Now, of course, and I think she even said there's going to be those veterinarians that don't want right. to give up that ability or that control or, or the what have you. Um, so, so that's always going to be there. But to, to have the ability to do some of that stuff... Um, really, really, really cool. So, um, yeah. So uh, anyway, just, I, I would say stay tuned for that. There's a lot more, um, a lot more yeah. cool stuff coming and, um, we're, 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 really excited about that. Um, and then our most recent episode, um, we talked to Leslie yep. Warsack. Yep. Um, and so Leslie, you know, has been a, a I guess it's LVMT, yes. um, for Tennessee for a long time and has been at university of Tennessee. And we talked about, you know, kind of, of the evolution of her role as a veterinary technician in academia and, and how that kind of has changed over that long Mm -hmm. period of time and how maybe we can improve DVM education to, while their students. And I've been tooting this horn since we started this podcast, while their students educate them on what we do and what we can do and what we're, legally authorized to do and and i think that's a huge problem in in veterinary school is that veterinary students are used as free labor to do treatments to you know in like interns answer phones and you know do all of the triaging and all of that stuff and uh, under the guise of gaining experience but at the same time They're gaining experience. They're not really going to need, and
1: when it's also teaching them to rely on each other and not rely on us as technicians.
0: Yes, right, exactly, exactly. And it's it's this it's it just kind of fosters that mentality that I have to be the one to do everything, Um, and, and instead, you know, work with the team, utilize your team.
1: Train your team.
0: And so it was a really interesting discussion um, kind of focusing around and, that. And we also have to um, still
1: keep in mind that there sure. are going to be practices that these students are going into where they do have to do everything because, because they don't have anyone that can do you know, VTS level work or even CVT or RVT, LVT level work? Yeah,
0: I think it was just a, a really good conversation about, um, you know, continuing this discussion we've been trying to have about the, the veterinary technician and veterinarian relationship and how to grow that and, and gain that yeah. trust and, and earn that responsibility and, and what have you. So um, I, I know we're going to have, you know, a few other episodes kind of touching on that in the future. Um, but yeah, it was uh, another, another really great episode.
1: So, yeah. Um, yeah. And I actually got to meet Leslie at, at, at Ivex and yeah, and, you know, she, she's on the board with me, so we got to hang out quite a bit. Um, yeah. and, and, you know, she was like, where's my swag? I
0: I did a lab with her a couple of years ago. Um, and, uh, that's actually the first time I met her and yeah, she, she's great. So, um, and a huge asset to,
1: yeah. To oh, yeah, and, and, yeah and
0: the board and, and and she's she does a lot of stuff um you know in in state of tennessee too on the regulatory side so just yep. a huge 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 advocate for our profession so yeah um and we touched on the the vni a little bit um which yep. you know is always a little bit of a hot button topic but um she's mm-hmm she does a lot of work with that so we we touched on that a bit as well so um you know if you haven't already downloaded our, our episodes with Meg and and Leslie that's a little bit of of what we discussed there um definitely check them out
1: um you know like them and let us know what you think we love that yeah, feedback absolutely. And, and tell absolutely. Them, telling us what absolutely. we did right or who we did wrong or absolutely i guess we got to ask her about this you know that that's yeah. always something we we like to kind of For go back sure. and forth with for sure and as we mentioned
0: earlier, we we don't we don't know everybody that everybody wants to hear from. So if you have an yeah. episode idea or somebody you want to talk to or want us to talk to or hear from, um, please go to our website vettechcafe.com and and do the contact us. Um, you can message us through Facebook or Instagram. Um, we will respond and, uh, we will, we will try to, to get episodes about what people want to hear about. Um, because, and if we don't respond, bug us, cause some, sometimes right. we miss for sure.
1: notifications.
0: <laughs> for sure. For sure. And, and some of our favorite episodes were, have, have been from people. Yeah. We had no idea like who they were. We had never met them before, had never heard of a specific topic or, you know, knew that anybody was doing this specific thing. And, it's all. It's it's always fascinating for us to learn about those two. So, um, so please don't hesitate to reach out if if you have something along those lines. We we'd love yeah, to, and, and to look into that a bit deeper.
1: There were a couple of people that I that you know probably a few people now that that I talked to at Ivex. That I was like, what are you doing now? And and you know when they told me, I was like, here's here's a card because that that sounds like something we want to have on the show. Like we're always looking for technicians that are doing things that are, you know, kind of outside the norm of. Uh, you know, different career options, I think it was, was one of the caveats of why we started this whole podcast. Yeah. And if you're doing something different or, you know, of somebody that's doing something, you know, outside the box in the vet tech profession, let us know. Cause we would love to talk to those people. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Well, Dave, um, I know we, we've kind of touched on a lot here We're we're probably at about time for this tap room here. We've had some technical difficulties with my laptop. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe we should crowdfund a new laptop for me. Um, but, uh, <laughs> sure. but, but, uh, but yeah, we'll, we should, uh, not that we're going to close the tap room, um, and not that we're going to ask our, our guests to close out their tabs. Cause this is the vet tech tap room where nobody cares how high your bar tab is. That's but, right. We're um, open twenty four seven. Yeah, we're, we're open twenty four seven. But I think it might be time to go ahead and conclude this episode. We're going to be doing these monthly, uh, just kind of a recap of some of our recent episodes, some of the things that are going on. So you'll be you'll be joining us in the tap room a little more frequently. And we've had some recommendations too from some of our Patreon. So you might even yeah. actually see a guest every now and again in the tap room um, as part nice. of our as part of our uh, Patreon platform. So definitely yeah. check that yeah. out. And if if you uh you know if you support us in that way we're, we're thinking about having some some patreons on our uh on our taproom episodes too so yeah anyway uh we hope you're you're well um you know again our, our most recent episode with leslie just dropped yesterday so if you haven't already checked that out download it like it subscribe it um let us know what you think and then stay tuned for for more great interviews yeah bye everybody right. bye guys